welcome to the AHC podcast. Join us in conversation with experts, thought leaders and colourful characters in the hairdressing industry and beyond. We'll be discussing stories and ideas to inspire, educate and entertain you and most importantly, to help grow your business. If you'd like to listen to more AHC podcasts, you can find them on Spotify or Apple under the Australian Hairdressing Council. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hi everyone, it's Sandy Chong here from the Australian Hairdressing Council and I have with me Neil Osborne from The Sales Catalyst. Now we're going to talk to Neil about, you know, especially with um, the cost of living at the moment, um, there are some sellers that just can't find enough money at the end of the month or should I say quarter. So I thought I'd have a chat with Neil because he's just fantastic when, it, when he talks about budgeting and just all about finance and business. You know, to give us just some advice, um, especially at the moment when money can be a little bit of a concern, cash flow can be a concern, and just what advice does he have when it comes to, well, managing my cash flow, I guess, and making sure that we do have some money at the end of the quarter to pay our bills and certainly pay our tax bills for a start. So, hi, Neil. Thanks for coming on board. Lovely to be here, Sandy. Thanks for the invite, as always. Thank you. Well, I'm going to hand over to you, though, because... I know that you have so many, I guess, strategies, advice, everything when it comes to budgeting and yeah. making sure that um, yeah, that there's some cash flow there. And uh, we sometimes forget about having cash flow for a, a rainy day, definitely. Mm. What about mm. the bills we have to pay? They're not a rainy yeah. day. Yeah, absolutely, to pay. absolutely. So, and I suppose you know, let's, let's go back to an old saying that you and I grew up with, Sandy, cash is king. You know, well, guess what? In the business, there's no cash left anymore, <laughs> but cash flow today is king. And what does that really mean? Well, it means that money comes into your business and it circulates and you deal with money with a purpose, not just to accumulate it, not just to spend it. And by the way, it's not yours anyway, because today we're all little tax collectors, aren't we? So let's think about this for a moment. And first and foremost, cash flow is king. So you've got to keep money flowing. So how do you do that? Well, very simply, what we tend to find with most clients we talk to is they have a moment where a bill comes out and they know it's coming, like quarterly bass or you know paying super or whatever it might be, and lo and behold, there's not enough money in the bank account. So what do you do? Well, if you wait until that point, there's very little you can do. But what we know is this. First and foremost, the money that comes into your business is not yours. So how about we identify the money that is yours and the money that's not yours? And what I tend to do with most of my clients is a super, super simple system, and that is that we just work out how much money we need to accumulate over a quarter, and we put a little bit away each week. And we actually even set up a separate bank account. So for example, you have your master bank account. If you're a proprietary company, you would have, you know, in the company name. If you're a sole trader, rule number one is that the the salon's money and your money remain in two separate bank accounts. <laughs> Hello? And then all we do is we simply go, okay, I need to put away um, 10% uh, for GST. I need to put away, you know, 8% for this or 5% for, you know, whatever the figures are. I need to put away 25% for wages. You can actually make this very detailed or just top line, super simplistic and have three accounts. I've got some clients that are going to have seven accounts. And it works incredibly well because each week we simply allocate a percentage of the turnover to one of those accounts. That sounds pretty good. I mean, 
The really interesting thing is um, you mentioned superannuation there. Mm. But, um, mm. You know, the ATO um, in the last few years have actually um, been able to recapture over $20 million of mm. superannuation just in the hairdressing industry that was unpaid, wow. okay? Yep. And mm. and same thing when you say it, how, you, how you put it, it's not your money, and the same is yeah. with super. It's not your money. And, mm. uh, you know, many of our members are actually welcoming the idea that super will be paid on payday. And because mm. uh, I think sometimes for some of the businesses when it comes to paying super, well, then that too is like, oh, my God, I don't have that money. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I guess making super payday um, I, I think is a good thing because. Yeah, I would agree. That, yeah, mm. no, I think it would be a good thing. Um, what about, because um, I was talking to you earlier about even commission structures and how yeah. some actually, um, you know, there's always talk on the AHC platforms, how do we set up commission structures, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, how do we do that? And it's, and it's I found it interesting just some how they calculate their commission structures and that some do it off the total amount of, mm-hmm. um, so say, retail amount plus the GST. Yep. And yep. others in my salon, we take the GST off. Okay. And I commend you for that, Sandy, because again, GST is not our money. So technically, it needs to come away from any transaction that we do. It needs to be isolated and put somewhere else. And then what is left is our business income, our stylists' revenue, or whatever business they create for the salon. Now, here's an interesting uh, strategy because. If you are paying commission based on the gross, you're actually paying them a percentage of the GST, which is not your money. So you're actually losing pretty heavily. So the first thing I would do is sit down with your team members and just explain it very openly and honestly with them and adjust the commission scheme to be based off ex-GST, after GST, and especially with retail. Um, That is vital. The other thing I'd also encourage, and maybe this is another podcast, Sandy, but I think the basis of commission is changing. And I've been listening to some really fairly uh, innovative people. And we're now starting to look at ways to create a profit share rather than just a commission. And by doing so, you know, we actually now are securing our staff members, you know, loyalty back to the business because they're getting a bit of skin in the game. And it's not that difficult to do and to restructure it in that way. And it can be very, very powerful. But at the end of the day, we must remember to isolate what money is ours and what money is not ours. And that is the most important point I could stress today. And that's great. And I think I would love to have another podcast with you because obviously Mm -hmm. a high involvement is a higher commitment, whether, you know, if you're you're working with someone, the more involved you are, then, yes, the more committed that you are. I think um, probably one thing that I'd like to put out there too, that um, I think small business people forget to pay themselves first. Absolutely. And we pay everybody else and we mm. forget about ourselves. And I think that's one thing that if you're in business, you really have to try and make that commitment of making sure that you are also looked after and you pay yourself first. Okay. We always pay our staff first and everyone else, but make sure we look after ourselves too. And here's a really simple point. How about we open a bank account that is called Sandy's Wages? And how about every week, every month, or once once a week, I like to do it. Once a week, we look at the money and we go, okay, I'm going to take X percent and that's going to go into my wages account. And that's what we do. That's what I do. That's what, you know, I've been doing this now for a number of years and it's working incredibly well. And then when I need money, I just go to my wages account and just transfer it to my personal account. It's just so simple. And there's always money there. 
Yeah. It's really bizarre. When you start to actually manage money with a purpose, all of a sudden things actually start to work. It's not a difficult system to set up, but you've got to keep to it. And when you do, it's very simple and works yeah. really, really well. And I know that we've always separated accounts and that makes a lot of sense mm. to me. And even mm. um, even one of our members actually lost quite a lot of money from the from their bank account a little while ago and okay. having all their eggs in one basket sort of didn't really make sense. But being able to separate mm. two different accounts yep. is probably a lot safer too. Um, mm. All right. Well, thank you so much, Neil, for those tips and separating, in, um, separating into an account, you know, um, all the things that you must making sure that you do budget for that, making mm. sure that you do actually um, put away your superannuation. And um, everyone likes to feel like they're appreciated. So when it comes down to commission, make, making sure it's GST free when we look at those numbers. Absolutely. Otherwise, so important. Yeah. Oh, well, otherwise it's distorted, isn't it? You know, it's a distorted mm. amount because it's not yours. Well, you're losing money. Yeah, you're actually giving them some of the tax money that you need to pay the tax man. Oh, <laughs> I know. And that doesn't... And if I could- but if I could just add a really simple that. point here, um, those people who do want to open another bank account, just go to your bank and say, I want three or four other bank accounts open under my proprietary or company name, and I want them to be fee free, um, and I want just to store money in there. They'll look at you funny, but they will give you fee free accounts. So don't be concerned about the fees, but just make sure you get them opened in your business name. That's the most important thing of all. Yeah. Well, that's a really good tip. Um, all right, then. Well, thank you again, Neil. And uh, again, everyone, Neil is from The Sales Catalyst. If you would like to give um, him a call or contact him, he always has incredible advice. He's a great mentor and coach when it comes to running a business and certainly understanding your finances as well. So thanks for coming on to the AHC, Neil, and we'll chat again soon. Thanks a lot, Sandy. I really enjoyed it. Appreciate the opportunity. Thank you.